0: well hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the players to be named later podcast i'm ed that's dan hi dan what's up everybody how's it going and this is gonna be a bonus episode we're gonna cover finally after teasing it for god knows since thanksgiving dan right yeah probably close to that yeah, we're going to talk about the NHL. Dan, I know you are a new hockey fan. Why don't you start it off for us?
1: Uh, I mean, I've been impressed with the season so far, watching a little bit of hockey every week. I feel like once the NFL tapers off, I'm probably going to dive full into hockey and NBA. I've been watching more hockey than uh, NBA right now, actually. But there's a few headlines that have really caught my attention. You know, we talked about some other things previously, but there's some stuff that recently came out that I feel like we should be covering, it, Ed.
0: All right. Well, let's go ahead and kick it off. What, uh, what do you want to talk about? I mean, is it, you know, the usual suspects, Arizona being broke, them moving somewhere else, you know? I mean, so we can, we can
1: definitely jump right into the, to the Arizona situation of them almost being locked out. The city of Glendale almost locked them out of their arena. From my understanding, this sounds like pretty common business practices. Actually, yes, this when, is
0: not the first time this has happened in Arizona.
1: Well, I mean, just also, like, if you don't have a good relationship with your vendors, you're, they're probably going to be the last people to get paid, and it'll be when you get around to it.
0: Well, this this really has not a lot to do with the vendors. It's basically... The NHL wants a team in Arizona because because of the litany of reasons. Arizona cannot financially support an NHL hockey team. And it's not like they play in the same place that the Suns play. So the arena is different. It's not like it's funded very well. And Arizona is not a good hockey club. So
1: they're definitely not that. Um. The commissioner has has seemed steadfast on that there will be a hockey team in Arizona. It doesn't matter. There is no no looking at moving
0: them, is what he keeps saying. How much are you believing that? I'm sure Gary Bettman is a decent human being. He is a terrible commissioner and deserves to be fired post-haste. He has led this league... Terribly in the last, I don't know, X amount of years. And his refusal to see the writing on the wall is not just terrible. It's stubborn. The NHL will not work in Arizona. Same way the NHL did not work in Atlanta. They tried twice. Maybe it's time to move on. There are two very hungry cities in Houston and in Quebec City that would worship this team. Houston makes sense ge- geographically. Quebec City makes sense historically. Arizona no longer does. So it's not, a, since, it's not hockey.
1: So you jumped, you jumped right into it there um with the with the Quebec City. Quebec City has put down I guess a, a two million dollar hold if I believe to have a meeting with Batman.
0: It's already um, happened.
1: No, it it's coming up after the first
0: of the year. Oh, is it? Because I know they yeah. met with them once before.
1: Yeah, so it's it's coming up after the first of the year. They're they're meeting. I mean, you also have recently. There's been talks of Kansas City. Uh, if you remember, Kansas correctly. City won't happen. I mean, it, it it sounds like it's a possibility.
0: They have no NHL ready
1: arena. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I don't know that. I mean, I don't know 100% about Look, Kansas City, but I mean they there has to be somewhere there.
0: They have an AHL team there. And that's fine. That's great. But Kansas City's a lot like Cleveland. Boy, it'd be great, but they kind of already had a hockey team once it didn't work out very well and they're not there anymore for a reason.
1: Uh you know, I'm just I mean they got they got the T-Mobile Center there. So I mean maybe that would
0: I don't Maybe think it's big somewhere. enough, and the you know you're you're putting them into Kansas City. We're not exactly talking about a hockey hotbed there, plus you got a real close proximity to St Louis, and outside of the Royals and the Cardinals who play in opposite leagues didn't work in football, but work in hockey, and neither sport has or neither city has a basketball team, so
1: now don't crucify me for this because this is just what I've been reading on the internet. But um, the state of New Mexico, so I guess we will be talking about Albuquerque possibly.
0: Oh, good God. No.
1: Is is somewhere that has also had conversations about an expansion. And oh, then yeah. one, one thing, uh, a, another team, because I'm just going to kind of roll this into possible expansions in, for, straight off Arizona, right? The possibility of them going to 34. Mm-hmm. Um, Milwaukee is another team, and, and they went through
0: that. No, nope. Detroit will never line. let it happen. Who won't? Detroit will never let it happen. Detroit and Minnesota will stop that from being a thing.
1: So I under, I mean, you also have Chicago right there too.
0: Uh, exactly. That no, you're not going to put another, another team. No, it's not going to happen. Well, I mean, you also
1: have to. I mean, you also have to remember back in the '90s, Milwaukee was very well in the cards. They just came up. I mean, I I know it's a lot of money, but they came up twenty million short of paying that expansion fee. To where that was a real possibility of there being a team in Milwaukee.
0: I mean, it was, M- dude, it was a ploy. It was a ploy. It was it was a marketing thing. No, Milwaukee won't have won't have a hockey club. And the city the city is too small to to have. Okay, let's include Green Bay into Milwaukee because essentially Green Bay play. You know, it's the same damn area but that city is too small to have four sports teams. Who are the other two? Uh, I would say Houston.
1: You have the, the Bucs
0: and you have. The Twins or yes. the Brewers. And you include the Packers in there too, because the Packers do play did, well used to play home games in Milwaukee. And then you would have the fourth, exp- the NHL expansion team there. I'm not saying
1: you're wrong. I'm saying with. Fisor Forum being a brand new arena, it has ice already. It's not something that would 100% surprise me if a hockey team went there with how nice that arena is and how many people it can hold. Obviously, I think the two most possible ones that we're looking at here, I'm going to list them in order, would probably be
0: Houston, Quebec, Kansas City, Milwaukee, and then Albuquerque. Now, answer me a question. How do you spell Quebec. Not the way I spelled
1: it, but you knew what it was. Not the way
0: you spelled it. Uh, you knew Houston, what it was. Houston is the most likely for a number of reasons. Okay. Arizona is now in the Central Division. They play in the Mountain Time Zone. That would put them in the Central Time Zone. It would give them a natural rivalry with Dallas. It would give them a beautiful arena. And most importantly, they have the target center or whatever he, whatever for Ted is calling the stadium that the Rockets play in now. It would be a beautiful place to play with a natural rivalry. Oh, and there's history there with great jerseys. Dan, I want you to do this right now. Okay. I want you to put into Google and I want you to find the Houston Arrows, they were a WHA franchise that didn't make it to the NHL. Their jerseys are beautiful. It would be a huge thing. Hockey in Texas works. We know that with Dallas. It would... Houston is a massive market that would supplement the... I, I got to be careful how I'm going to say this. The Latino community or whatever the NHL is trying to branch out with south of the border... Houston's right there, too. And it just it makes too much sense for the NHL to not be in Houston. And you said you said something pretty interesting, Dan. Thirty four teams. The NHL will not go to thirty four. They'll go to thirty six, but they won't go to thirty four. And if they if they decide that thirty six is the route they're going to go, you're going to see Arizona won't leave. But Houston will get a team. Quebec City will get a team. Atlanta, they get a third team, which why? And then you're going to see some of those other cities that you mentioned, your Albuquerque's, your Milwaukee's, maybe your Cleveland's, maybe Saskatoon, maybe they'll get that fourth franchise. I don't see it happening. No professional sports league is at 36. The NFL is right about perfect for their fan base. Major League Baseball maybe has two, uh, two more teams than what they need to. I think I'm basketball
1: Washington and Major League Baseball.
0: I think <laughs> I was thinking more like Tampa, but you know, whatever. You know, I think basketball may be basketball may be the one that should go to thirty-six. I think hockey's good where it's at. And well, honestly, I mean
1: I hear what you're saying. I, I just think that with the way the revenue has been going in the NHL and how it's just steadily increasing, and there really has been no hiccups, like I could see them going to 34 I don't see them going to 34 anytime soon. I'm just saying I think it's a possibility and I think these are I think these what I'm on these five cities that I've mentioned are going to stay in the conversation and some people are even which I don't agree with and I know you don't agree with are talking about Atlanta. Um again, which I think is is not smart. Just it hasn't no. worked
0: before it's not going to work again. Well, uh, you know, The reason it didn't work before was because an expansion team has to have a great city to host. If you're trying to put a team in a new city that isn't necessarily a quote unquote hotbed of hockey, that team has to win. And when they moved the thrash or when they created the thrashers and put them in Atlanta, that team was terrible. When you created the flames and put that team in Atlanta, that team was terrible. They moved to Calgary. A terrible team moved to Calgary, a hotbed of hockey, and now they are a stable NHL franchise. The Thrashers moved to Winnipeg, a hotbed of hockey, and now that team is a stable NHL franchise. Hell, move Eric. Nope, because that's still going to be a terrible franchise. Hockey doesn't work in Atlanta unless the winning team moves there. And that's all we're going to say about that. Now, you have a few other things on your list here. Um. The Olympics. We saw Robin Leonard opt out. Leonard's kind of been a lightning rod of things here in the last couple of years with his outspokenness about mental health, which is an amazing thing and more players need to talk about, with some of the backlash he's caught from that and from a litany of other things. And now he's opted out of Beijing.
1: What are your thoughts on it? So have you dove into the Beijing situation as much as I keep talking to you about it?
0: This is a touchy subject. Um, And I don't mean between you and I. I I mean worldwide. Because a a a really good friend of mine lost his uncle and it, it may lose his grandmother to COVID like yesterday and today. COVID is a serious thing. And I'm not saying it's going to be, I'm not saying it's being blown out of proportion. I'm not saying it's not being taken seriously. It could be both. It could be neither. You know, it, it hits everybody differently and affects people in different ways. And when you have a tournament like this, where you literally have players from all around the world, you know, not just the NHL, but from around the world, coming to a place where the virus is still possibly not in check. Coming from places where the health standards are not as optimal as other places. It could run the risk of just so many things. I like the idea of the Olympics, I do. What would you like to see them do? I don't know. Not have the Olympics in Beijing.
1: That's clearly not an option. Um, So let's just speak from an NHL player standpoint in general. Would you you like – these are your three options. They go to the Olympics. Option number two, they don't go to the Olympics, and it's dark for three weeks. Option number three, they don't go to the Olympics, and the NHL puts together a – let's just call it a World Cup of Hockey.
0: Okay, for one, number three is not going to happen. Um, for two, it would kill a sport. They have to go to the Olympics. There has to be hockey in the Olympics in some way, shape, or form. Whether yeah, hockey's
1: going to be in the Olympics, either way,
0: whether it's the NHL players, whether it's minor league players or whether it's others, I don't look, I made no secret. My team is the St. Louis blues and they have been screwed over and have played beautifully With basically the Springfield Thunderbirds, which is their minor league affiliate, populating half their team, including Charlie Lindgren. We're going to get to him here in a minute because that's a story. COVID screwed them over. And the last thing I want to see is teams losing games the way I believe the Islanders have, which has screwed my fantasy team over a lot because of COVID having games canceled. So. The Olympics could cause a lot of issues if players go over there and seriously get screwed up.
1: If if any player tests positive and they show symptoms, this is just what I want you to just kind of realize. They will spend time in isolation in a hospital in Beijing. And how long they stay there is determined by Chinese health authorities. The minimum time that they are talking about is
0: three weeks. The minimum time. That's the length of the Olympics. So what's the point? Just send him home. Because the last, won't him, they won't let him leave the country. See, that's the last thing we need is players to be stuck in China.
1: And that's why I feel like, because Bettman said he's not, he's leaving this decision up to the players, and I feel like that's the best thing he could have did because you already have, you already had Robin pull out. You're talking about guys like McDavid and Drysaddle. Both of them go over there. Both of them are gone. They're, they're done. Like like their team's well, done see, for the next month.
0: Here's the thing. We know the Olympics aren't exactly the bastion of pure athletics that they pretend to be. There is corruption <laughs> oh, oh, everywhere. All it takes is a few well-placed tests to be false positives. Yep. And now you're screwing with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: No, I'm I hear you and I I I, I personally feel like they should pull. Because I, you talk because if they go over there and they get COVID, let's not even mention every single they're they're they they do not get a game check for those games that they're miss that they're gonna miss when they're supposed to be back home playing.
0: Um, yeah, they do. No, they won't. They no, don't. They will not. Really?
1: Pretty sure that's against the federal law, but you know, no, whatever. That would that's not against federal law at all. If they're if you know
0: I mean if I'm out of COVID for two weeks, my company still has to pay me.
1: Right. But they made the decision to go over there and play.
0: That's ridiculous. That's at ridiculous. least from my understanding, from
1: everything I've read, they would not get their game checks. They would not get a paycheck for the free for their for
0: those games they missed. Oh, that's ridiculous. Anyway, let's talk about how you know what? Let's just talk about the Blues because they're my team. Okay. Now, they the lost Blues the docks. in overtime fair? because of they're a lost. penalty shot. I mean, whatever. Uh, this team has been through just straight hell. Um, Jordan Bennington may or may not be back tonight. Pretty sure he is not 100%. Billy Husso tore up his knee after playing beautifully. Don't know what's going on there. He's probably done for a long time. In steps, Charlie Lindgren. You have no idea who this guy is, do you, Dan? He's a rookie, right? No. Picture no, okay. a uh, better-looking Adam Driver. Okay. I want you to Google him and let me know if you think he's a he's a better-looking Kylo Ren. Just go to NHL, look at the leaders, and he's he's right there on the first page. goals against average in three games. Dude's playing out of his mind. They also brought in John Gillies, who wasn't even in the NHL. But because you get no salary cap relief from COVID, which is ridiculous, because of the injury situation, the Blues were so far up against the cap, they were playing with one less player for a few games. Because they couldn't sign anybody else because there's no COVID cap relief, which is a travesty. The Blues have been through four goaltenders, and before the season's over, let's be honest here, it may be five or six, we don't know when we're going to get players back, and we're still winning hockey games. We are third in the division right now, only behind Nashville, who we have the same amount of points with, and Minnesota, who is overachieving at a level we haven't seen before. We are ahead of Colorado, although Colorado has three games in hand. We are ahead of Winnipeg who has a game in hand but cannot catch us with that game and then you got Dallas Chicago, and there's the coyotes so yeah and I wanted to ask you something dan now you're a you're a, you're a sportly guy you you've been around the sporting landscape for a while in other sports when a player goes on this covid nineteen protocol list, do they get salary cap relief no? Why not? this makes so much sense I feel like it's i mean I feel like salary cap relief literally is only a hockey thing. well, it's because nobody else spends right up to the cap the way the n h l does i mean
1: I'm just saying like like I feel like that's the that's the thing like that like that's not that wasn't something I was even familiar with until this year when I really started looking at hockey
0: but still, I mean, you look at it, and you got the n b a right Everything else is
1: a soft cap. I feel. Well, no, I mean the, the NFL is a hard
0: cap. Well, e- even with the NBA, you got so many veteran player exemptions and ten-year tryouts that don't count, or yeah. ten-game tryouts that don't count, and and trade exemptions and trade two exemptions and and everything else. And with the NFL, you know, yeah, there's dead cap space, but you know, cut a few of the guys making minimum wage, and and they don't count against the cap, you know. Or sign somebody from the practice squad, and it doesn't count against the cap. I mean, I,
1: I guess I see what you're saying, because it is common practice in the NHL to have the salary cap relief when somebody gets injured. Um, but Only can they
0: go on the long-term IR, which is a I mean, terrible idea, too.
1: But, I mean, I, I, mean I, I, don't, I don't hate the idea of it. That's why you have those minor league affiliates.
0: But even then, the Blues couldn't call up anybody from the minor leagues because of the way bonus structures are worked into the cap because of all the COVID stuff.
1: Well, it sounds like the the Blues might need a better financial advisor.
0: I mean, they won a cup two years ago. You're really going to hate on a GM for winning a championship a couple of years just ago. Say,
1: hey, I'm just saying, if they're that tight against up against the cap
0: and they if don't they have to money, money
1: from Maybe they, maybe they, then maybe the game should have been postponed,
0: like they, like the game was last oh, night. Y'all think? Let's move over to the Pacific. This is, is as ridiculous as as the Ravens getting their game postponed how many times last year and the Browns still having to play when they missed the same amount of players. But that's that that's the past. That's the past. Let's talk about the standings. How about them? Florida Panthers, Danny.
1: So I I I, I we'll talk about the Panthers first, because I'm pretty sure they were my pick to win it all.
0: Yeah, and they won a good amount of games, and then you know that whole situation. With uh, Joel Quinville and, and the sexual yeah. abuse. And he was sweeping it under the rug, allegedly, in Chicago. And they're still at the top of the Eastern Conference. In fact, the top of the NHL. Yep. they're at the top of the NHL with eight, 40 points. 18-5-4 through 27 games. 17 regulation or overtime wins. Uh they are one of three teams to score over a hundred goals this year. And yeah, they've been getting some good goaltending. Good different I mean, just every way you mark it, Florida's playing good hockey.
1: Florida has two good goalies. And that the kid Spencer Knight, who hasn't really needed to play as much as you thought he was going to in the beginning of the season, because the Bakov, I I can't say these hockey names yet. <laughs> Can't say these hockey names. Yet.
0: I don't even know who you're trying to say. Sound it out. The what's the Panthers' starting goalie name? Be more specific, there, bud. Bobrovsky?
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Has been playing extremely well, and uh, playing a lot better than what I feel like some some expected. If we're being
0: quite I honest just, here. I, I just want to point out. The Blues took Florida to overtime twice, beat them once, lost to them once. One in a shootout, one in overtime. But anyway, yes, Sergey Bobrovsky, former Vezina Trophy winner with Columbus, is a damn good goaltender.
1: Yes, and he's continued to play that way. And when you have two of the best goaltenders, in my opinion, playing the way they are, um, you probably are going to have a successful season. What is it? Bobrovsky is at, sitting at a nine twenty. So a 92% save percentage and Spencer Knight sitting at a 90.5.4 save percentage. Neither uh,
0: in neither, the top 10.
1: Neither of these guys are. Well, I mean, you don't have to be in the top 10 when you have their their, their lines that they have.
0: Well, yeah, I guess. Uh, speaking of lines, Toronto is right behind them. In fact, tied with them in first in the Atlantic with 40 points, which is not surprising. We're going to talk about teams spending right up into the cap. You have the Toronto Maple Leafs. Speaking of teams that extort the cap, there's your Tampa Bay Lightning, Lightning. who sit with 38 points. They are two back with two games in hand on Toronto and tied with Florida. The Boston Bruins sit at 30 points. They are currently the last wild card team. They have only played 24 games. They are 14, 8, and 2. So they're right there. Who would have thought not losing or who would have thought losing Tuka Rask? Not a big deal. Uh, might be coming back too. Then you have the Detroit Red Wings, a shocker here. 13 12 and 3. 29 points. Tied with Columbus for that last place. They do have they have played two more games than the Blue Jackets. Detroit is surprise. Detroit is a surprise.
1: I mean, they had that nice little what seven game run where I think yeah. they won seven in a row. That is true. Um, and I mean, I, I watched them play the the Avalanche what last week when I when the when sports betting <laughs> opened up here. Uh and that I, was funny. I bet the puck line the Avalanche minus three. Uh, that paid off. But some, <laughs> speaking of, of Florida, I made two season long bets here on the same day. Uh, the first one we'll talk about because it was kind of obvious. I was talking about them preseason. I, put, I I bet the Panthers to win the cup. Sure. Um, which. I bet two teams I might go back and bet a third because.
0: Who is the second team? We'll get to them when we get to that division. Oh, good God. All right, let's move along because, I mean, we could talk about Buffalo being terrible, but everybody talks about Buffalo being terrible. We can talk about Ottawa being terrible, but everybody talks about Ottawa being terrible. And we can talk about the Montreal Canadiens, but everybody talks about the Canadiens.
1: I would say there's really only one team that's a surprise that they're bad, and it's not in in the Eastern Conference. Oh, no, 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 sir.
0: Oh, no, 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 sir. It's the Montreal Canadiens. They went to Stanley Cup finals last year. And they're in last. They're in last.
1: Okay. That's, I, so, th- yeah, I, that that they, did slip my mind.
0: They also lost Carey Price. They fired everybody. <sighs> it's been a bad time. Because the Islanders are one of my biggest shockers. Oh yeah, we'll get to the Islanders here in a minute. That's another team that was just recently in the finals, but they've also been hit hard. They've played the fewest amount of games in the NHL, so this could be a combination of a bad start and terrible luck. Uh, as expected, the Capitals are at the top of the Metro division with 40 points and the top of the Eastern Conference, 17-5-6. and six. They've scored 97 goals. I don't know if you know this, Dan, because you're you're like new to hockey, but uh, Washington's a good team. Yeah, no, I know. I, Capitals, yeah. have
1: been the only game that I've ever gone to. So, but the are, uh,
0: good. the you know Washington's going to be in the playoffs. But the big story to watch to watch out of Washington is Alexander Ovechkin, chasing down. He's going to catch Yager before the end of the year, and then he sits at number three. He's probably going to get <laughs> Gordy Howe next year, and then he's. Got a couple of years before he gets to the Gretzky. If health is going to be a thing, age is going to be a thing. He could catch Gretzky. He could, with the
1: way that he's came out this season, firing. He absolutely could if he can play this way for another two or three years. I think it's possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. We, the, what's really disappointing about the Capitals, with them being so close to home for me, um, is their six
0: overtime losses. Most now tied now to- now hold on. I know you're new to hockey, okay? And I know you look at that and you're like, no, oh, they've lost six games in overtime, okay? That's fine. But you see the thing about ho- overtime in hockey, it's not like ho- overtime in the NFL,
1: you where it's, point
0: for getting overtime, right? Where it's fair. It's not like extra innings in baseball where both teams get a shot. It's not like overtime in basketball where it's literally five minutes of go until you go. In hockey, it's three-on-three, three, which means <coughs> all it takes is one slip of the skate, and you're fucked.
1: hmm No, I understand that. Hockey, I feel like, like— It's a hell of a lot better than a shootout. If I'm not mistaken, though, I feel like three of those games, the Capitals should have won in
0: regulation, which is why I say that Dude, it's— you can, every, every game that goes into overtime, the other team should have won in regulation. Uh— Hockey doesn't work the way football does. Hockey doesn't work the way baseball does. Hockey doesn't even work the way basketball does. If a game goes to overtime, both teams had a chance to win in regulation. Simple as that. Uh, Carolina's not a shock. The Rangers are a big shock. Who would have thought trading away Pavel Buchnevich, one of their stars, would would put them in a point out of first place with the game in hand at the Metro? They are 18-6-3. No, Henrik, no problem. Schusterkin has been playing exceptionally well. I really wanted to hear you pr- try to pronounce his name. Oh. Not happening. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh's in a playoff mix, albeit a wild card mix, and they are in last play- the last wild card position. 14-8-5. <clears throat> There's been a lot of overtime losses in that Metropolitan Division. Uh Columbus on the outside looking in 14-11 and 1. The Devils are deceptively bad. They played 26 games, they are 10-11 and 5. They're another team where a few, you know, a few bounces a face-off win here or there and and they're right in the thick of things. Same with Philadelphia and the Islanders are bad. Yeah, who's more
1: yeah, I was going to say who's more deceptively bad? The, the Flyers or the Devils? 'Cause I've watched a, I've watched a couple of games of both those teams and some of those games you watch and you're like, Wow, this looks like one of the best teams on ice and then you watch them the next night and it's like wow, this team's Damn. awful.
0: That's hockey everywhere, bud. That's hockey everywhere. Nice. Uh, unless you're in Montreal.
1: Let's jump down to the Pacific
0: division since we've already won over the Central. <laughs> uh no, we really haven't, but okay. Uh in the you Pacific did. You did no, when you were talking no, about no. the Blues. No, not really. Um, OK, go ahead. Go over the side No, we'll go to the Pacific first. That's fine. The Anaheim. They should always have the mighty in their name. The Anaheim Ducks, 16, nine and five. Congratulations. You played two more games than at least two more games than everybody else in the division. And you were in first place with 37 points. The Calgary Flames, 15, seven and six, 36 points. You are a point out of first place. Boy, I bet you wish you would have scored an overtime in one of those. The Edmonton Oilers are one of the few teams to not lose an overtime. They Is have. That surprising, thir- though? Well. No. Like
1: the three that they have on the ice for that three on
0: three? Uh, I mean, no, it's not surprising at all. I mean, you put. Honestly, you could put McDavid and Drysidel against any three other players, just those two against three other players, and they would still win their fair share of overtime games. Uh, they sit at 32, as does the Vegas. I. I I'm counting down the days until Golden gets dropped from their name. The Knights, they are 16-11-0. They have played one more game, but have the same amount of points. That's why they are on the outside looking in on the playoff picture.
1: I won't stay that
0: way. The San Jose Sharks, 15-12-1, 31 points. They are right there. You have the LA Kings who are also deceptively bad. (sighs) The Vancouver Canucks 26 points, 12, 15 and two. They fired everybody. Bruce Boudreau has come in and they've started winning under the new coach. So maybe look at, no, they're still going to be bad. Then you have Dan Seattle Kraken, nine, 15 and three, 21 points. Congratulations. You're not the worst team in the West.
1: Hey, you know, I will say I was completely wrong on the Kraken. Uh, completely they, wrong. They are still fun to watch. And Ed, if you they get a chance, are terrible. And if you get a chance to watch any of their uh any of their home games, just
0: check out their side okay. ice reporter. Yes, good-looking chick, I imagine, right? That that's what you want me to look at. She's hot. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know every good looking yeah every whatever that's neither here nor there um so yeah uh I'm glad you admit that you're wrong I can't wait to record the football show here in a couple of minutes where you're going to admit you're wrong again many many times no I won't let's talk about my central division the Minnesota Wild you have played 28 games you are 19-8-1 39 points You've scored the second most goals in the NHL. And you've got some pretty damn good goaltending, too. Uh, Your first place and your first place in the conference. You will not be there at the end of the year. I said it and I'm not going to regret it. That brings us to the Nashville Predators, (laughs) 17, 10 and one. Congratulations, you're second in the Central. You will not be there at the end of the year, mainly because you only have a differential of six. You've scored 81. You've given up 75. You have the lowest offensive output out of any playoff team in the West. It's not going to win you some hockey games in a very tough division. Then my St. Louis Blues, who have been racked. With injuries. They are 15, 8, and 5, 35 points, 96 goals, 79 goals against, a respectable 17 uh, plus 17 goal differential. That's good for one, two, three, fourth in the conference. So, how do you like that? The high-flying Colorado Avalanche, 109 goals for 84 goals against, best differential in the Western Conference. They are 16-7-2. They have three games in hand on the teams above them. You convert those three games to wins. They are the best team in the West. That may happen. You have the Winnipeg Jets, who sit one point out of a playoff spot, 27 games in, 13-9-5. Then you have the rest. The, da- the Dallas Stars, 13-10-2 with 28 points. The Chicago Blackhawks. 10, 15, and 2 with 22 points and probably should be a lot less than that. And then you have the Coyotes, 5, 20, and 2, 12 points, 101 goals against. They have a negative 53 differential, 13 goals less than... The thir- uh, 13 goal less differential than Montreal. And then if you take Montreal out of that equation... The next worst team is a negative 26. And the Coyotes are a negative 53. They've given up 101 goals, which actually, I'm sorry, is not the worst because Montreal's given up 102. So apologies to Arizona. You're not the worst. I feel like we've talked about Arizona enough. Is there anything that stands out to you in this division, Dan?
1: No, not in this division, but I I did get to skate by um <clears throat> pun intended there.
0: That was terrible.
1: <clears throat> who my uh who who the other team was I put in that to win the cup bet.
0: You Colorado? Told N-
1: no, but Colorado may there there's two more teams in the beating one. One is Colorado and one is the Golden Knights.
0: Um You're you're an idiot. You're an idiot if you if you take Vegas.
1: I don't think so. They're getting healthy.
0: There's a lot of concerns in Vegas, man.
1: There's a Um, lot. The other team that I put in a season-long bet for is the team that is sitting at top of the Pacific Division.
0: The Ducks. I told you, if you wanted to waste your money, just give it to me. I would have done it for you.
1: So John Gibson is probably one of the best goaltenders in the league right now.
0: Oh, you think so, huh?
1: I absolutely do with the way he's been playing night in and night out. Henrique is currently on the IR. Henrik comes back. It's going to be a big upgrade for them. But you have Getsleaf playing well right now.
0: Getslaugh. Yeah,
1: Gets whatever. Laugh. You know all these names are going to be messed up. Their, their top line's been playing well together. You have Lynn Holm, who has also been playing well. M. Flower has been playing well on the on the second on the second defensive pairing as well. It wasn't completely it wasn't completely out of the question. If they get to the dance, I feel like they got a chance. The backup goaltender has also been playing extremely well. I don't care what you say. Um, his name is, what is it? It's Soltzlar? Stolars. Yeah, that guy. He's been playing well. Hey, I never said I was a name officiant on I just said I was a fan. I think that this is going to be good. I think they got a chance. I think I will Okay. Be, all right. I think they'll be in the in the in the
0: dance. How about this? Anthony Stolarz is nine eight. Hold on. He's he eight is eight eight five and two with a two twenty-six goals against average at a nine thirty save percentage. He is right on the outside of the top ten with goalies with more than five games played. And I'm looking for John Gibson. Uh here he is. Twenty-fourth in goals against average. He is twenty-two eleven and seven. 918 save percentage, and uh, yeah, he's on the outside of a lot of the top stats for a goaltender. He's playing good. He's not. He's no, no. He would
1: he would be starting in goal for America if they go to the Olympics.
0: Yeah, but the, you know, American goaltenders, there's there's not a lot I'm there. Just,
1: I'm just saying he's, he'd be he'd be starting for his country.
0: All right, I guess fair enough. Um. So we talked about the standings. We talked about all this. Is there anything else you want to get to before we put this baby to bed? Because there's there's a lot to cover here. I mean, we got some shocking stuff at the top. You know, we look at the conference stuff. The rankings. i very.
1: I will say I am very surprised that you um you are you think there is concern in Vegas.
0: There's a lot of concern in Vegas. I'm going to, we're wrestling guys, right? Yes, we absolutely are. Vegas reminds me a lot of 1998 WCW. They're good. They could be better, but the writing's on the wall on how to figure them out and they will fall. Fast and hard.
1: I completely disagree with everything you're saying.
0: They will fall
1: once they get Jack Eichel. I don't know what line you want to play against.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sure. Because when hey. Jack Eichel comes back, eventually he's gonna
1: take that he's gonna take that starting center position from Chandler Stevens, who has been playing phenomenal. So, that top that top line of Packeretti. Eichel and Mark Stone, which is them probably going to what? Would you say bump Stevenson to the second line? Or does he just go down to that third line and make that third line just as scary?
0: Okay, so you're banking that they won't injure, nobody will be injured, that they won't trade anybody away because the salary cap does come finding you eventually. And you're banking on the fact that Eichel returns to regular form. He's coming back from a major injury, and that's tough to do. Not to mention, Vegas did it. Vegas did what the Blues did when they entered the league, and they drafted a bunch of good, great players. They drafted the best available. After three years of the Blues going to the finals in '67, or '68, '69, and '70, they fell back to earth. A lot of that had to do with Chicago moving into the Wes, but that's that's a different story for a different time. I'm not
1: going to say that this isn't going to blow up in their face. I don't think it blows up this year.
0: Three years from now, Vegas will be rebuilding. I'm not
1: saying you're wrong. I'm
0: talking about here and in the now. Uh, here and I, in I,
1: the now, I don't know if there's a – if, which is a big if, if Eichel comes back 100%, I don't know if there is a better team in the NHL.
0: And that's your opinion, and you're entitled to be wrong. Who, who's better? A better team in the NHL? Dan Vegas. Comes, comes back 100% healthy. Heiko comes back to 100%. Edmonton.
1: Edmonton Minnesota,
0: Colorado, Washington, Carolina, Florida, Tampa, Toronto, if they can get good goaltending, which they have this year. All of them ahead of Vegas. 100% wrong.
1: You are a hundred percent wrong.
0: Calgary. Edmonton for sure
1: is not better than them. Yeah. They have two players that score. That's all you need. They can't get anything from the other, from any of the other top six.
0: But when Drysdale and McDavid put three in the net every night, you don't have to worry about anything
1: else. And they haven't been putting three in the net every night. That's why they're sitting third in the conference now.
0: They're sitting third in the conference because they have a litany of other issues. (laughs) But just remember, Vegas is still one more game and the same amount of points. Vegas is not good. That in Vegas has given up 85 goals against this year. Vegas wins the Pacific. You want to put money on it? Yeah, the standard bet, five bucks. All right. Which, by the way, I cannot wait to celebrate that here in a few minutes as well. But I do believe, unless you got anything else, no, I'm, I'm good to go. We can All definitely right.
1: convene for this in about another month. We'll do another one. I enjoy these. Let's do
0: it in a month, then. But that is going to wrap up this edition of the Players Have Named Later podcast. We had fun covering hockey, albeit the icing call in the middle of the game. So, yeah, Dan, as always, a pleasure. I will see you in about 10 minutes. But, ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for listening. And as always, remember, if your team is not doing the greatest, you can always count on the players to be named later who will make it better.